Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Miraculous Ladybug, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and welcome to our panel discussion for Troublemaker, the latest episode of Miraculous Ladybug. This is our second panel that we are doing for the show. We previously done panels for Rick and Morty and Star Wars Force of Evil. And this is a slightly different type of podcast that we do here at, at the Overly Animated Podcast. Of course, you can check out OverlyAnimated.com for more Miraculous Ladybug coverage. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening there and uh, or on uh, whatever iTunes feed you're listening on to not miss a future Ladybug podcast. Um, check out our recap for Troublemaker. Um, and you can also find our mid-season panel that we did the week before that. Uh, you can see these guys' pers- first performance. I'm sure we'll be referencing uh, some things that happened there. Hopefully won't be as crazy as uh, that last panel. But um, yes, this is a... Uh, We'll meet our panelists shortly, and this is a uh, discussion where uh, we will ask uh, the panelists some preset questions that will keep uh, the same week to week if we do this for a certain week, and then uh, they will give their answers, and they will be graded out of five on their responses based on uh, quality of answer and originality, um, subjective uh, to my preferences. So we'll determine a winner at the end, more of a game show type of podcast should be fun. So, uh, yeah, let's get into things. Troublemaker, make sure you've seen this episode. Spoilers for Troublemaker, all previous episode, episodes of Miraculous Ladybug. But uh, let's meet our panelists here as we ask them the first question. Um, now, stick with me on this first one. Uh, the, the question is, how many of the currently known 19 Miraculouses in Master Fu's box would you assign as a grade to this episode? Um, so this is just, I'm asking you to grade the episode and we're making fun of the number of miraculouses. And as the number increases, as I'm sure it will throughout the run of the show, we will increase our grading scale. So currently we are grading out of 19 points, 19 possible points. How many miraculouses would you assign to this episode? Let's start with our returning champion here, uh, Sarah Dolman. Sarah, how are you? And what is your grade for Troublemaker? I'm good. Uh, my grade for Troublemaker is... 15.5 15.5 miraculouses. Okay. And <laughs> okay, keep going. I can give 0.5 miraculouses because if you remember, Ladybugs is two earrings, so I can give one earring. <laughs> okay. Appropriate for okay. this episode, and, and, and yeah. That's that's my. I really, I mean, I really enjoyed the episode overall. Like it, you know, it opened with really. Um, I, I really enjoyed the opening scene with Penny, um, being asked to do a zillion things at once. Um, had a really, you know, um, tense moment where it was almost a reveal. Um, the ending scene with Marinette Adrian was like just too much for me. I couldn't handle it, but I dock a few points because the middle of the ep felt kind of weaker to me. Uh, the fight and the lucky charm thing was kind of hard to follow. So yeah, I mean, it gets, I feel like 15.5 is a, is a pretty fair, fair assessment. Okay. Um, Sarah already assigning half miraculouses. The first time we've ever had a, uh, grade out of 19, it gets a, um, a half, a half uh, point assigned to it. So things are looking up for, for what our potential answers here. So that's, that sounds high 15.5 out of 19. No one really knows what anything out of 19 means, but that sounds high. So, uh, good, good sign for the episode. Let's, next, let's go to, um, Alex Bonilla. Alex, hello. And what is your grade out of 19? 
Uh, bonjour. Um, I would like to give this 13, which is fancy talk for 13. Uh, I think the motivations for getting akumatized in this episode happened fairly naturally on the scale of ladybug akumatizations, which is admittedly a very askew scale. But I, I think I, I bought it very much in this episode. Uh, the teamwork between Ladybug and Chat Noir and the fight scenes was pretty solid and a little more tension than normal, I think. So that, that also made that interesting to watch. The, the ending scene was something, but that, that, that's better than nothing. So it gives us stuff to talk about later on. So I appreciate the ending. I give it a little points off for, for the villain, which is usual for Ladybug. I think it's a it's a standout episode of the villain is also great. But I think that the Troublemaker's design isn't that interesting. And the that the actual fighting was was OK in parts and then it dragged in parts. So like that, that stuff didn't exactly work out. But I do think oh, overall the sum of the of the parts of this episode is above average for Ladybug. So I think it deserves to be in the double digits. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's a that's a clear metric that we are establishing in the in terms of the grading out of nineteen. Double digit score is important. Um, you you said the ending scene was uh, something, Alex. Does that mean you didn't like it, or does it mean you liked it? It, it means that it made me think. Like, uh, I, what what, it, what specifically did it make you think about? It made me think about where where we really are in the Adrian Marinette dynamic. Uh, are are we really advancing? Is this all a ploy to? trick us into thinking we're getting close we're not really getting close yes that is, it, that's a, a summary of season two yes yeah yeah so like it, i know some people are taking this as oh this is confirmation that we're finally getting advancement on the whole identity thing and i'm just like well are we really but at the same time i think that the scene itself is funny enough so like even if i don't think that the scene actually gives us advancement but it's still a funny scene so i i give it points for that Funny uh, uh, identity advancement. You didn't find it a cute Adrianette scene. Uh, it's cute on Adrian's parts. Uh, Marinette is just being her normal goofy self, but I think Adrian is like showing off a little bit of extraness there. So I'll, uh, I, I appreciate his side of it, like treating it a little differently than he normally would of just being like, ah, okay, whatever. I believe you. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting perspective. There. That's my favorite part of the episode. Um, uh, so, uh, is, is Alex defending, uh, this take? Let's see if anyone else agrees. Uh, next up is, um, further cementing his status last week as panel legend. Here is, uh, Andy Potter, who will not be rhyming this week. Andy, hello, and what is your grade out of 19? Dylan, I'm glad to be here today, and I hope I'm here to stay, but my... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my grade out of 19 is 10... 10 Miraculouses. This is pretty much just a slightly above average average episode of Miraculous for me. It was, again, I agree with what other other um, co-hosts here have said, that, that, uh, that the villain kind of brought things down a little bit. I liked some of the craziness, because that's what I'm here for when I'm watching the show. I'm here for the craziness. I'm here for, for some reason, there being a TV show in Marinette's house. And there's no real reason for it. It's just kind of happening. And it's live for some reason, and we're seeing Adrian's face being plastered on TV, and it's just, it's great. It's the, the craziness is great. But then we kind of lose that fun zaniness as soon as the villain and fight starts, and I feel like we kind of lose some of that momentum. I like the design of the villain. I think she's cool. I think her ability is really fun, and I like the way they use it in this show, in the episode, and I really like 
the plan that Chat and Ladybug used to stop her. That was really fun. But I think the episode does lose some of the momentum when the villain jumps in. The ending scene is a very frustrating scene, but it's kind of what I'm signed up for. And all that really adds up to is just kind of an a little above average episode of Ladybug for me. Interesting. Okay, so you, you uh, I, I feel like that's a little different from from my take on it. So you you enjoyed these beginning parts, especially in in the episode. Yeah, and, yeah, I did. I think I think you explained it pretty well. They are they are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Why why is the reality show immediately being filmed live in Marinette's house? It doesn't make any sense. But that's okay. So uh, okay, ten ten for Andy. Uh, next up is Steve Zach. Uh, Steve, hello. Um, what is your grade out of nineteen uh. here? Caught me off guard. I didn't know we're doing number grades here, but no, it's you, you got the questions ahead of time. <laughs> no, Steve. No, no, Steve's right, Dylan. I thought we were just choosing one of the Kwabis and saying, Me that too, we're... me too. It I says thought... how, many? how many of how the many? currently know. That's <laughs> a right. number question. I had like three of them, like picked out, like, like yeah. one. Wait, so Steve, up, wait, but... Steve, pick a Kwame to assign <laughs> okay, to this okay, episode. Okay, no, Matt. I actually, no, I want the other one. I want the way you prepared it. I want you to pick, pick a random <laughs> Kwame. Okay. All right, first of all, number grade is 16, and I'm giving it a a Fox Miraculous. (laughs) I can't tell if this is a a better or worse scale. Why why does a Fox Miraculous describe this episode? Well, because um, Troublemaker, because he can go sort of invisible at times, he's sneaky like a fox. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But, But yeah, I really like this episode because... Yeah, it advanced the plot a bit with the uh, Marinette and Adrian. Um, I, I really don't really buy Adrian buying Marinette's excuse. I'm thinking he's just trying to be polite here. And I really like Penny. She's really nice, awesome character. And I especially love Troublemaker Man. That is like probably my maybe my favorite villain design of the series. Wow. Except for maybe um. Um, the Ayer villain, but what do you you connect to so much about Penny as Troublemaker? Oh, in terms of, um, how, how, like, how, how, like, people so often so much rely on her. I can relate to that because I got people at my job and people in my personal life. They always go to good old Steve to fix their problems. Yeah, that's what, you that's what we always thing. call you, good old Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can relate. I can relate, and I can remember what it's like to be to be young and <laughs> turn back then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so you, and, and, you you like the villain motivations too? Yes, 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 yes I do. And Hawkmoth mm-hmm. for once is not a complete buffoon. Yes, is that a good or a bad thing? Uh, a good thing because you know he's a change of pace i can't have him be a idiot every week <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good it's a good point he's been uh absurd mo- more weeks than not this season so yeah yeah okay so steve uh, I, f- I forgot what the grade was. oh it's a fox miraculous that's what the grade was okay <laughs> andy what, what miraculous would you have assigned since you also thought interpreted the question uh, like i was going to give this a b miraculous dylan because just like the b episode trilogy this the troublemaker was appearing and disappearing from the show that, okay, that would have been that would have gotten you more points than your other answer. So yeah. <laughs> that, that was a that's a good one. Um, yeah, what's uh? Why did we interpret the question like? Uh, I guess I guess it, it's already ridiculous the way I had it, where you're assigning uh, a <laughs> out of nineteen. Dylan, I assume it was most ridiculous. 
Yeah, the most ridiculous possible answer for that question, but uh, I, th- I think that uh, is reasonable. But uh, yeah, so maybe maybe we'll change it to that. That that sounds more fun. But okay, so we had some pretty high grades here. Uh, can, can I can I just ask? Nineteen miraculouses. So are are there miraculouses we haven't actually seen in the show? We've seen all. The, so in episode one, I think of the season, we saw the box open up, and we we previously thought that there were. Okay, so first we thought it was just um, cat and ladybug. Then we saw it expanded to I think uh, seven, um, yeah. like seven total. And then at the beginning of the season, we saw the uh, signs of the zodiac also had a miraculous for each zodiac animal. And it, we, oh, it, okay, so it, I think I missed that detail. <laughs> yeah, so it went from seven to nineteen in the in the beginning of season two. Yeah, there, there's a few that's a photo now available for them. So. Yeah, don't, and don't don't you don't worry. Thomas has promised there will be more than nineteen. So if you, in case you're concerned that some people in the class will be left out of getting miraculous eventually, no. Are there more than nineteen people in that class? <laughs> That's in a that good school, in that yeah. school, are there more than there nineteen might, there people? Might, there might well, so even Sabrina is going to get one. Or how Definitely. about um that one background kid in the classroom who's that one get... background yeah. kid? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he'll get one too. Okay, so I'm giving Sarah five points for um having the courage to assign half a miraculous as the first answer uh, no one else did that um four for uh, alex andy and steve who also had solid answers although i would have given andy's uh, be miraculous a five but uh, that was not the <laughs> that was not the answer given we'll see we'll see we might change up that question okay let's move on to number two um same as the same as the midseason who which character earned the lucky charm this week who is the mvp of the episode which character was most valuable or do you like the most or do you think was most notable uh let's start with steve here Okay, um, oh, no surprise here. I gotta go with the troublemaker. So, pe- Penny. Like, oh, Penny. Oh, it, 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 okay, yeah, Penny. It, it, I thought okay, fine. Penny, troublemaker, whatever. I just say, well, I give just it love, just, just the troublemaker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just love, I just love the her powers, her design. She just, the reason I love the episode, and I love Penny too, so. That's my MVP for the for the episode. Um, okay. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> okay. So uh, that's that counts as Penny and Troublemaker for my grading for the rest of you. So uh, scratch that, cross off Penny on your list. Um, Andy, who's your MVP? I think my MVP. Who, wait, wait. Let's hold on. Hold on. Who earned the lucky charm, Andy? Who earned the lucky charm? I yeah. apologize, Dylan. Yeah, you. If I defense, you said MVP. To yeah, me. I know that was my fault. <laughs> It, uh, the person who earned Lucky Charm in this episode, Dylan, was definitely Tiki for being <laughs> the creepiest character ever this this episode. Like, she was just in the background of every single scene, just, just, just watching everything. It was just so creepy, Dylan. And she just ended the episode and was like, was that a joke? And like... And Meredith starts laughing. I'm like, what are you doing, Tiki? Like, it's, it was hard to watch this entire episode without, like, thinking, what is she doing in any scene? And it was really hard for me to focus sometimes like during the reality show especially Wait, so why does that why does that earn her the lucky charm because she 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 encompassed my like my viewing experience dylan i couldn't not watch this episode and think of tiki it was really hard so she's the she's the audience surrogate you were yeah, also being exactly. creepy when watching yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i don't know if we i don't know if we arrived at a coherent uh place there but yeah tiki is definitely a possible answer for this question so tiki gets the lucky charm for andy alex who gets your lucky charm 
Look, I'm going to rebel here a little because Steve, when he gave his answer, was only is, focusing look, look, on the villain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to warn you. This is Alex. I'm going to warn you. This is a mistake. Troublemaker, and my MVP is Penny before she gets akumatized because she is a boss. Okay, <laughs> she handles under pressure very admirably. She's the one who thinks of the idea to get Jagged at Marinette's house, so she is also the driver of this plot in the first place. And she takes initiative when Marinette's privacy feels violated. She she's the only one who notices Marinette feeling sad, and she, she's the one who takes action. So she is very valuable both to Marinette, to Marinette's family, and to my heart. Penny is amazing, and once she gets deacumatized, she gets the love that she deserves, love that she has been missing in her life because she's been neglected by the system around her and she finally gets gets redemption at the end so Pe penny in her normal state is the lucky charm of this episode are you does that mean you're shipping jagged and penny uh, we'll get to that <laughs> oh okay um yeah so alex has chosen penny over uh, any chance of winning this panel so gotcha okay. yeah um next is next uh, sarah who has earned your lucky charm all right. Uh, the lucky charm for me goes to Sabine, which is Marinette's mom. Um, I thought Sabine was like freaking wonderful in this episode. You know, she, you know, made croissant for the crew, uh, you know, and she when they came to film at her house and she stood up for Marinette, you know, after you know, they went up and invaded her privacy in the room. They were going to keep filming. And she was like, no, it's not happening. And, uh, you know, she also did that really awesome spinny thing with that wooden thing. I don't know what it was, um, but it was really great. She was um, pretty amazing in this episode. That's why she's Lucky Charm. Nice. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did not remember her name. So that's the, that's impressive on its own. Um, yes, uh, Marinette's mom getting, that, that's a solid answer as well. So, um, uh, that, uh, Andy's and Steve's all get four point answers, solid answers, and Alex gets a, uh, minus one for, um, <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, look, it's, it's a reasonable take to say that Penny is separate from Troublemaker, but I just, I said, especially considering that Steve did not give a single reason that she enjoyed Penny as her, as her normal self. She he only focused on the villainous aspects of her. Right. I understand. And that's, but... and that's not the lucky charm of this episode because we, um, like the Majority of us look, agree that the villain brought this episode down. Look, so how look, can you really that being the MVP of the episode? I disagree there. I, so look, you you won. The rest of uh, at least Andy also agreed with me. So you're, I, you're I, 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 look, I understand wanting to choose Penny. I just I just said don't choose Penny, and so uh, that, but that's, that was that's... an inaccurate opinion. To, why are you why are you blo blocking out that option? They're not too Alex. When, your goal here is not your goal here is not to correct their Steve. Personality. Now, your goal here is to win the panel, not to correct Steve. That my no, job my to correct goal Steve. is to tell the truth. Okay, <laughs> okay. So you're just you're just the truth teller now of this of this panel. Alex is going to throw caution in the wind. Is going to give the most real and edgy answers now to, to the <laughs> remaining questions. Okay, so after I'm the jagged stone. Of this <laughs> I, do, I do think you're a wannabe jagged stone. I agree with that character. Wow! Wow! After two rounds, we have Sarah at nine, Andy and Steve at eight, and Alex at three. So let's move on to question three. This would be a great comeback if Alex can do it, but uh, not looking great. Let's move on to question three. Which ship won the week? Um, as always, we need to know which combination of characters romantically uh, do you think uh, stood out the most? And of course, as always, distinguish between the four different combinations of Adrian and Marinette. Those are separate answers. So let's start with Andy here. I think the ship that won for me was definitely Ladrian. Am I saying that right? Ladybug and Adrian. Yes. Because even though we had this great moment at the beginning with um, with really funny moments with Marinette, Marinette Adrian relationship, there were these great moments during the fight 
where Marinette just kept grabbing the photos away from chat. And uh, it, I just found this great. I just found Ladybug trying to defend, quote unquote, Marinette's love of Adrian, just the best thing ever. And it just like, I don't know, it, it, it was one of the more fun moments of the villain parts of this episode. And kind of, it kind of salvaged what was otherwise a boring part. And um, I don't know, it just felt good. It was really fun. And uh, it, it, it just, it was one of the times where them not knowing each other's identity was actually kind of fun for me. And usually really infuriating. And that's kind of unique for this show. And that's why I really liked this. It was actually just a cool thing to happen. So, Andy, this is a difficult answer to give because I do not believe Ladrian was on screen in this episode. But it doesn't need to be on screen to be... It, so, this is, so this is metaphorical no. La- Ladrian because yes. uh, Ladybug was acting as... We saw Ladybug's uh, reaction as Marinette in that moment yes. in her room. Yes. <laughs> or, okay. or Ladybug... Lady, it was Ladybug showing love for Adrian by protecting Meredith's love for Adrian. And it's th- what I'm saying, Dylan, is that you can you can be the captain of a ship even if the ship isn't on screen. <laughs> okay. The, um, okay. I, I feel like you went first here, Andy. You could have given ships that were characters that were actually on screen but together. But I like this, Dylan. This made, me feel fuzzy. <laughs> Dylan, this made me feel really fuzzy, and so it won for me. I really liked this moment. Okay, I, I think really I think you're it. talking about Lady Noir. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if uh, someone else gives that answer. We might circle back to this discussion. But uh, Ladrian <laughs> did not expect that as an answer. So let's <laughs> let's go to Alex next. What's your ship of the week, Alex? Okay, as evidenced by my number two answer, I think that the ship that wins is Jagged Stone and Penny. Now, while I understand that the whole assistant to a boss relationship gets a bit complicated. I do think that there's evidence from both sides here because obviously first Penny towards Jagged is she giggles when he does his whole edible guitar thing. The romantic music plays while he goes, he's wonderful. But also, and also at the end, they share a tender hug and she appreciates it. But then from Jagged Stone's side too, like at the very beginning, he kisses Penny on the cheek. Uh, so, and she accepts that fine. So I hope, I hope that's mutual. But also at the end where Penny like kicks them all out. So like everybody else walks away quickly all annoyed but jagged is the one who looks back toward the door like what well, what's wrong or the, what happened like something like she's the, he's the only one who displays any kind of care for for penny too in that moment like what, what can i do here so really i do think that there's affection on both sides of the of the aisle and that by the end i think that they both recognize their their issues towards each other and their affection towards each other so this is a ship that found its way toward the end successfully oh so it's canon now uh yeah yeah. Do you do you expect the, the the alligator will be right there in the middle, but like they'll, they'll get around <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, is 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 uh Fang the third wheel? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what what a much better the, answer. Penny steps on top of Fang to reach uh, Jagged Stone's height, you know, so that, that way they can be on the same. Oh, level. so that's that's your fanfic is is a uh, Fang is a step stool for the the Jagged Penny kiss. It seems right. <laughs> is that animal abuse? <laughs> I mean, okay. does the gator really feel it? Yeah, I guess he's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But Fang is just a supporter, so he, he's all for it. Okay. And also, um, he's all about Jagged Stone's happiness. So if the, if, it's, if you need Penny to stand on you to achieve that, he'll he'll be more than willing to do it. He's about soccer balls in this episode. I don't know if it's about Jagged, but um, okay. So the ja- Alex picked Jagged and Penny. Um, Steve, what is your uh, ship of the week? Okay, I'm gonna go a little bit, a little bit out there here. I'm gonna go with uh, Marinette and Penny. 
Okay, the, at yeah. least these are characters that interacted on screen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow, I feel I feel you attacking me, Dylan. You didn't say my name, but I felt it. Uh, but yeah, like like some mentioned earlier, um, Penny was the only one concerned about Marinage privacy, and they're both big Jagged Stone fans. And I do feel that little bond they had, like at the beginning, um, that the Marinage knew them enough that. That she knew, Penny knew, like, to go to Marinette's shop, uh, her parents' shop. So they're definitely, they seem to be close, somewhat close. And I just think, though, if uh, if things don't work work out between Marinette and Arya, I mean, if she needs a little girlfriend, I think Penny, you know, she might be a little older. That could be one little problem, but it's France. Let it go. That yeah, could be a possible relationship. Oh, no. Oh, no. Steve's closing out his answer with some uh, cultural stereotypes. A solid choice. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my follow-up was going to be, what about this age disparity? We don't really know how old Penny is, but uh, presumably older than in high school. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's, Penny definitely seemed concerned for Marinette several times throughout in the episode. And uh, yeah, Marinette, and also like everyone was bombarding Penny with their requests. And Marinette is the one that ultimately got through to her. She was like, everyone out first. So uh, really, she cares mostly about Marinette. I think that's clear. Okay. Um, interesting. Again, an unexpected answer from Steve. A lot of um, real <laughs> options open for Sarah last year. So, Sarah, where are you going with Ship of the Week? Well, I am shocked, shocked that, uh, you know, the, the ship of the episode was not picked, which is Adrianette, of course. Um, you know, if only for that amazing ending scene um, where, you know, Adrian, I mean, he was super weird, just like probably hiding in a locker beside marinette's locker and then he just pops out which i mean okay yeah that's a little that's a little creepy but like does that kind of even out marinette's creepiness i don't know anyway adrian was super cool about the pictures like he didn't he didn't care he wasn't bothered by that he was like joking with her and teasing marinette about it and then he asked her to go to his modeling shoot so you know it's and and marinette was really confident and he put his arm around her and you know they're developing a closeness uh you know friendship maybe more we'll see where that goes but adrianette wins the episode for me for sure yes uh Clearly the number one pick, and yet uh, none of these other people took that. So interesting, interesting there. Good, solid answer. No one picked Lady Noir, um, even though they held hands in this episode. I'm making that the screenshot. Um, However, a- Ladybug took great objection to Bugaboo. That's a that's a that's a chink yeah. in the in the ship right there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they hold hands. That's enough. Uh, that's, that's more canon and evidence than uh, most of you gave for your answers. But, um, <laughs> Sarah and Alex get five points for very good answers. Um, Andy gets two points for a very bad answer. And then <laughs> Steve, Steve gets three points. I would have given him like four, but I'm knocking, uh, knocking it down first <laughs> where he went at the end with that. So, um, you know, uh, I, I do, I do appreciate that Andy is just going so hard in the pain for Lady Noir. You know, when you have an OTP, if you just name it every week as your shit, it's always shit of the week in your heart so <laughs> or not Liam uh, Ladrian yeah so yeah uh, that's that's uh that's admirable but did not pay off in this question let's see if it pays off till it like Morty paid off for Alex yeah if you keep repeating well, it we'll see what that paid off Someday. In, in humor, yeah. So um, after three rounds, Sarah 14, Steve 11, Ale- Andy 10, Alex 8. 
Um, not really, not really giving any Sarah any competition here. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I think this is unfair because Sarah is actually smart and tries to play this game correctly. <laughs> Sarah is actually trying correctly. to win. None of you else are yeah. trying. Uh, to, Steve is trying to win. Steve just had yeah. a stumble. He could still pull this yeah. off. Okay, number four. Uh, who do you blame? So this is a this is a question that's going to apply every single week. So we'll see how it applies this episode. It doesn't really, but this is a question that's supposed to be there every single week. Uh, who do you blame more for this? week's akumatization hawk moth chloe or someone else <laughs> so those are the two most frequent akumatization culpability offenders hawk moth and chloe was it one of the, them two this episode or someone else uh let's start with uh steve okay i gotta go i gotta go with the uh the host of the show Mr. i forget his name the bald dude alec alec yeah yeah he, he's the one who first of all who kind of Decided to just break into Marinette's room, her privacy, and that really caused things to to escalate beyond out of control. And that really caused Penny to lose it and gave uh, Hawkmoth the chance to akumatize her. And this is not the first time he has been directly to blame for akumatizing somebody. So he oh, wait, okay. Wait, explain the other times, please. Okay, okay. There was the, the once... One show, um, he kind of was very aggressively in trying to antagonize somebody, and he made that person like he embarrassed that person, and that allowed Hawkmoth to kumitize that person. So. We need some more specifics than that. Stuff. Yeah. Who is that? I, I was about to be impressed that you named it a, a, a second Alec episode appearance. I, I remember he'd been in the show before. I just didn't remember what episode. So. Oh, I, I don't know who the guy's name, but. I believe uh, it was, if, it was if I may, but oh. if I may step in in the Le Noir, the Dark Owl, um, he's the one who like displays the, the Ibu Noir on social media show, calling him a loser, and that is part uh, of his descent into madness, yeah. for example. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't isn't it also like in Jacques Adi, um, where he like he doesn't let him that the guy with the the, the Simon Says guy do his yeah thing yeah that yeah he's that, the is, one, that as yeah. well. Yeah. That, that, yeah, he he really um he really egged him on, made it even worse than the situation was in the first place because he really wanted the ratings. So he loved to see that that poor guy in pain just to get the ratings up, 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 up. Yes, yeah. Uh, the people, all media people in Miraculous Ladybug are obsessed with ratings. That's that's yeah. very clear at this point. <laughs> okay, so Steve picking Alec, uh, reasonable choice. <laughs> this is this is a definitely contender for who's to blame here. Okay, um, Sarah, who who are you blaming for the akumatization? All right, um, I am going to blame Bob, who is that producer. Um. <laughs> Did, was he named in the episode? Yeah, I think he was. I don't know, but I, I know their names. Um, how, do, how do you slash, know? Slash, I looked it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because he was the one who signed Jacket up for the show in the first place. You know, he was like super demanding, like you have to do the show. And Jacket Stone was like throwing like soccer balls at him. And he clearly cares more about money, making money in people's feelings. And so he caused the whole situation in the first place that led to the whole thing where everybody was in Marinette's room and it was really stressful and Penny started getting really frustrated with everybody. And so it's all Bob's fault. All Bob's fault, right. So uh, Bob Bob wanted him to go on some show he didn't want to go on, but then Penny stepped in and suggested this as opposed to that. 
Um, so it's his fault in the first place for making Jaguan a show, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two, two extremely minor characters named, uh, in the first two picks here for the blaming the equipmentization. Um, impressed at the Bob naming, but, uh, Andy, who, who, who are you picking? I can't believe you guys haven't named it yet. Clearly, Marinette is to blame here because she was, <sighs> she <sighs> was stupid enough to believe that allowing a big event to happen in her life wouldn't cause a villain. Because literally, anytime <laughs> anything happens in Marinette, that's where you're going with this. You're blaming happens. Marinette for not being genre savvy, basically. She, Dylan, she invited a film crew into her house. When has anything like that ever happened to her where it hasn't spawned a villain? Name one time, because there isn't. It just happens every single time. She let this happen, Dylan. She left all the pictures of Adrian up in her room to get filmed. And I feel bad for her. She sh- she's just. She's just a cog in this cosmic thing that's happening here. But she she let this thing start rolling. She's pushed this thing. And I now, don't think Marinette can give consent to have something film at her house. <laughs> no, no, she was the one that asked them to come. She started what? it. No, I think Penny asked yeah. if she okayed it. No, right? no, no, but, but, but Marinette was the one that she knew Jagged because she made his cover and she talked to him. Marinette was definitely like, involved in the process. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like the way to go with blaming Marinette here is that she shouldn't have freaked out so much about, uh, I feel, no, da- no, Dylan, you can't say that's wrong. It was her room. That, I'm not going to be mad at her for getting mad about. So you're, so you're, so you're blaming, so you're blaming her instead for. Uh, you should have seen the akumatization coming, like uh, because whenever there's a major event in her life, that's <laughs> <laughs> that that's less reasonable. How about take the pictures down before you invite a film crew Dylan, into your house? Dylan, How about that, Dylan? You can't tell me to be more reasonable when we're talking about this show. <laughs> I was I was on board when you said Marinette at first, but I don't know if this was. Uh, I like I like blaming Marinette for not being John or savvy. Like we've been through enough akumatizations, Marinette. Like uh, should we should know at this point. <laughs> okay, interesting. Andy choosing Marinette. Alex, where are you going with the the who bl- blaming for the akumatization? Look, while while he's a bit of a sweetie, I I do think Jagged Stone is kind of the blame here. Like from the very beginning, like he he is this rocker, but he seems to always have these demands pile up. Like he wants a polar bear and a red eye flight for his alligator at the same time. And then later on, when he goes into the bakery and like he's looking for the bathroom, he realizes that that room is not the bathroom. Penny tries to lead him out, but he is too uh, self-obsessed with like seeing the hippo poster of himself in the room. And then he's just kind of airheaded enough to like, hey, look, pictures like he's just kind of very distracted. And so that ends up distracting Penny from her from her work. And because he is unable to pull himself away from the situation is how Marinette finds out all of this. And then everything gets all messed up for Penny. But because because Penny has to take care of Jagged Stone, who is sometimes unaware of his surroundings, and he he needs to get better at that. And so Jagged Stone is to blame for this week. Wow, I think that's a great answer because really, um, everything comes back to Jagged here. This is his fault. Even though he's like a child and he needs to be managed by Penny, we should still blame him for that. Like he's capable of doing this on his own. And yeah, he doesn't get out of the room. Um, he's, uh, he, he, he can tell this isn't the bathroom. Like, yeah, he's just too much of an idiot and he's just, uh, in the moment. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Let's blame Jagged for everything here. That's, uh, I think that's the correct answer. Alex is getting the rare six pointer for that one. Um, that was by far the best answer we got. Andy and Steve gave very flawed answers. They're getting two points. 
points each. Uh, Sarah gets a three. But then I'm also assigning bonus points, one to Alex for um, naming one example of the character Steve was talking about in his answer, one to Sarah for naming a different episode where uh, Alec was in, and then Sarah gets another bonus point for naming um, Alec off the top of her head as well. So I, Can I just say, I'm <laughs> constantly stunned that Sarah knows the names to any character yeah. in the show. Yeah, that's why she gets bonus points. I'm I mean, a ladybug sure expert, don't you remember? She's supposed to be the expert here, and she gets rewarded accordingly. <laughs> oh, you, you should study more, Steve. That's, <laughs> that's what, I, <laughs> what should we study? Should we just... The wiki! The wiki yeah, is just, right there! The wiki <laughs> is the truth! Yeah. Okay. So uh, we we've the comeback has been achieved. Um, Sarah's in first place with nineteen, but Alex is in second with fifteen, despite getting a negative one on one answer. Um, somehow, Steve is in th- uh, third with thirteen, and Andy with uh, twelve. So um, uh, I'm I'm not very impressed heading into <laughs> these are some low scores. I'm not impressed heading into this last question. Let's step it up here. Um, last question: Does this episode, as always, will end with this until it is no longer relevant? Does this episode bring us any closer to Marinette and Adrian revealing their identities to each other? Um, are you buying that we're closer to the identity reveal? Sarah, start us off. No, we're not closer to the identity reveal, despite what I said in the last panel, um, because like she wouldn't choose to reveal herself. She clearly still wants to keep her identity a secret. Like she might joke about talking about it later with Chad, but like she's clearly a very private person. Like something huge was just revealed about her in this episode. Her privacy was invaded. She's not going to want to make herself even more vulnerable by revealing her secret identity. Yes. Okay, Sarah, not buying it. Not buying that, the, that this is leading to this. Uh, Steve, are you buying it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm buying it. It's going to happen because, as we saw in this example, Marinette, she's not very careful. There's going to come a time she's going to slip up, or Adrian may slip up as well, that they're going to have to reveal it. They're going to reveal the identity to each other. And I feel like they've been hinting. They hinted in this episode in terms of Maybe someday that will happen. I don't trust Marinette to to be to keep to keep this up for very long. Hopefully, because I I can't wait for their identity to be revealed. It's going to cost make their lives so much easier. But heck, yes. maybe I'm being too hopeful. Yes. Um, okay, Steve. Just in general, hopeful for the identity <laughs> reveal. Okay, um, Andy. Well, uh, are we closer to the identity reveal? Yes, but I'm not hopeful like Steve is. This is a tiny little baby step towards the inevitable conclusion of Ladybug in season 20 where they reveal their identity, <laughs> Dylan. Because right now we've gone to the point where they're actually acknowledging the fact that, hey, we could do this at some point. But, like, they never really talk about it other than, like, one or two times before this. Like, hey, maybe we should tell each other our identities. But no. But they still haven't mentioned why it's a bad idea yet like there there are reasons to have a secret identity in superhero shows we've not touched on any of that in the show like there's no like them worrying about their family being in danger like i don't understand why they're not telling each other their identities but clearly they have reasons that we're never going to get into until multiple seasons from now so when that happens then we can start thinking about when they'll actually reveal each other to to each other when we actually start talking about the reason why they're not telling it in the first place Yes. Okay. So one one small step to yes. the inevitable conclusion. One tiny, tiny step. Okay. Um, Alex, the door is open. Close us out here. Uh, are we are we closer to the identity reveal? 
I do not think so. I think we're in the same exact place we were before this episode. <laughs> Look, at, at the very end, they, they talk and like it, we're, uh, Adrian is being very sly about things, but ju- just because of the pictures and it, Marinette gives the reason oh, I'm into fashion. And like, I don't trust Adrian is smart enough to see through that. I think he takes that at face value. And like he uses the, the phrase, like, I'm happy to have you as a fan or uh, in the French version, I think I'm happy to have you as a friend or whatever. So we're still stuck in that same place as well. And also people are saying like, oh, the uh, um, Ladybug had her half miraculous gone. And so uh, Chat Noir should have seen half her face or something. But lest we forget, there was an episode where they were both dressed as Ladybug and Chat Noir, <laughs> Assange the mask, and they still did not recognize each other. I don't think having half your face exposed is much different than that. So well, oh, I think we're just in the, in the same exact place. Adrian and Marinette are uh, as themselves as humans. Are, are maybe slightly better friends now, but Meredith and Adrian revealing their identities as, as Ladybug and Chat Noir were exactly the same place. Okay, that was a great answer. I think you just missed. Um, there was, if you had a six point answer, that would have that would have tied things up. But uh, that was that was. A, I, I'm especially impressed referencing the French version of the final scene. We didn't cover this on the first podcast, but yeah, apparently it's a friend instead of fan, which I like a lot better. Um, which we were covering the French one, uh, miraculous subs. Come on, and uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, this is a solid reasoning all around here by Alex. Five points. Um, Andy also had a solid answer, four points, and uh, Steve and Sarah answers with two points there. Um, which uh, which brings us to our uh, our, our final score. Where uh, let me let me tabulate the results here. It was it ended up being a close contest. It didn't have to be, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Last, Steve, 15 points. Second, third, Andy, 16 points. Alex with 20. And our winner, Sarah, with 21 points. Uh, (laughs) I tell you it's unfair because Sarah takes this seriously. Alex, how does it feel to uh, come up one point short when if you just gave anything remotely close to a reasonable answer in the second question? How does that feel? Well, look, if if you guys leave with any message today, Penny is amazing. Penny should have deserved her entire pot, this entire podcast. And so I feel that I contributed my part to supporting the Penny Alliance. Okay, Wait, why did Alex, Penny. why did Alex get the soapbox to stand on? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, that's not, oh yeah, he got, he got pseudo final thoughts, but, uh, that, yeah, that's, uh, uh, Alex chooses Penny over the panel. I was thinking about just giving him a zero, but I was so mad he, he didn't have to give him a minus one, um, on that question. So that, that, that's what the difference and was. I, I, Sarah, I you're, see, your decision being faulty and deciding to think Penny and Troublemaker are the same character because they're not just like Gorazilla and the bodyguard are not the same character. Let's talk and, about Gorazilla. No. Yeah. Um, it's like, the important thing is here is I'm the one grading this, and that, that's, that's what should have been. He literally told us, Alex. I, I, I said, I well, gave you a He's a faulty judge. I agree with you. you again, you can't protest the, the premise of the panel. That's what <laughs> yes, you I get can. for agreeing and to I be on here. Consequences and on you that. Only, I'm like, yeah, he's over here. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, you're, you're at least willing to <laughs> take <laughs> negative <laughs> points. Like, like Penny, I'm willing to take initiative to things, <laughs> even if it involves people looking down upon me. Okay, Alex, who I call the suit uh, wannabe jagged stone is also wannabe penny gotcha interesting um, Sarah is what, let's go on Sarah's our real winner here we got bonus points along the way pulled out names it got it got it got it done Sarah uh, you have uh, 30 seconds to talk about anything ladybug you want uh, what do you have to say okay um I don't really know what I have to say other than I am 
very disappointed that episodes keep getting pushed back. Come on, let's let's get them, let's get those episodes. Um. Anyway, yeah. No, I think I. You know, I take I take this I take this panel very seriously. Seriously, <laughs> I take this panel very seriously. It's overly animated people. I'm like I'm beating you at your own game here. I think I think we should all wow take much more seriously. Got fired. <laughs> Well, so yeah, Sarah coming and demolishing them. Yeah, this is Sarah's second podcast. She's one on her first and second podcast, and you all have been on like fifteen panels, and uh, this is failing. Come on, guys, I step feel, it up. I think that's a, I think that's a point against us. We're not doing better per panel. I think yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you've had, yeah, you've had more time for me to start hating your answers. So that's that's probably what the real reason is. But um, no, Sarah also, coming with the we're nod, calling a, a one point victory demolishing. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, you did have a very impressive closing performance, Alex. You got like five, six, five. Other than that, would have been, it would have been a blowout. But um, yeah, so Sarah two panel wins in a row, and as Sarah mentioned, the Queen we were scheduled to get the first two parts of the Queen's be next week, not happening um, until August. So we will see you probably in July at some point for the next um, Miraculous Ladybug episode. You mean July of twenty nineteen? Yes, that's sad. That's a Steve. You're gonna have a bonus point for that if uh, that wasn't after that ended. But um, yeah. Uh, Nope, no, no episode in Canada. We'll see about Spain and France. Um, <laughs> Reverser probably next. Uh, it's going to be great. But uh, yes, Troublemaker finally happens and we had a lot to say about it. Let us know uh, what you thought of this panel in the comment section. Who did you think uh, was best here? Was Alex robbed? Was that was were we too hard on Alex? <laughs> was uh, Were you disappointed in Andy's follow-up performance to the rhyming? Were you disappointed he did not rhyme once again? I rhymed at uh, the beginning. I did one rhyme. Yeah, no, no, no points for the one rhyme. Um, <laughs> I specifically said no rhyming, and then you you came on and ran. So I'm surprised you didn't give me any any negative points. Yeah, I was considering, but uh, you you took care of that yourself. Don't worry. Oh no, check it. But um, yeah, so <laughs> let us know what you thought. Subscribe to not miss our future Ladybug podcast. Join us on Discord to talk about miraculous Ladybug. Overlyanimated.com/slash/discord. We have a Ladybug spoilers channel to talk about these uh, overseas airings of Ladybug, and you can always uh, become a patron uh to support us patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our page of the podcast connie aka veronica kukamanga and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy hugh and hugh um check out a bunch of overly animated content that went up this weekend if you didn't see we had a full voltron legendary defender season six coverage full incredibles 2 coverage there's a disney princesses roundtable that just went up so find all that at overlyanimated.com. thanks for listening guys we will see you next time bye, bye. Bye. See ya.